0: right, I think we're on, yeah, okay, awesome, welcome, welcome one, welcome all to the most ratchet podcast in the nation, this is the short news, I am your host, Alex Mador, and uh, happy, uh, what is it, Saturday, yeah, happy Saturday, January 18th, 2020, still not used to saying that, Um, before we go into anything, I just want to say, wait, let me turn up the gain on this. Okay. Um, I just want to say, so TMG had Mark McGrath on their podcast yesterday. So if you haven't seen that yet, turn this one off, like turn this the fuck off and don't come back to it until you've seen that. Okay, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, and you are back from that show, and onto this mediocre show. Um, what's going on? What's going on in life? I'm upgrading our shit again. I know I keep saying this, but this time I really am. I got us a new podcast provider, or distributor, so that's gonna be hopefully much smoother now than Anchor. Which, I'm sorry, Anchor, but we had a good run, and I think you're great, but I gotta make the switch. It's it's not as much you as it is me and my needs, and these other people, they just have, you know, they have admin roles, like, what, I'm gonna say no to that? I think there's a bit of microphone interference, but I think I just avoided it for the most part. So now, instead of the show being run from Anchor, we are being run from a company called Spreaker. Um, So there might be a delay in the delivery of episodes for, um, for a couple of days. But that's only because we're making this transition over to Spreaker. And hopefully that makes things a little bit easier. They have like marketing options. So yeah, I'm in the process of transferring everything over from one RSS feed to the other. But if you don't really, you, you don't want to hear about that. So it's going to take a couple of days if things appear disappear reappear and then don't appear I I don't know um I'm sorry like I've never had to do anything like this I like the for closest I've come to that is having to move my iTunes library to Spotify and that that was a disaster but um yeah so what what else is going on in my life um I haven't seen Cats yet, I know I said I was going to, but I just haven't gotten the chance. Um, I plan to, hopefully this weekend, if, um, if somebody wants to watch it with me. Psst. do you want to see Cats? No? Oh, okay. Okay, so it looks like I'm not watching Cats. Maybe I'll watch it by myself. Is that sad? Yeah, that might be a little bit. Anyways, um, I read the story online just to get a good feel of, like, what Cats is about. And what I came to the conclusion about is that fucking story has very little to nothing to actually do with Cats. I hate it. I hate it so much. And I can't wait to see it so I can shit on it hard. It's like based around poems some guy on drugs wrote. The story has no lesson. It's just downright disturbing. I don't like it. It grosses me out. I don't like it. Get it away from me. But I'm gonna be real inebriated and then watch that movie. And it'll be a good time. So, um... Yeah, something came up yesterday so we didn't do an episode. We uh didn't get to do our tradition here at the short news, the drink of the day. Last week it was soju. This week it is drum roll please uh a 30 rack of bud light. You're probably like, "Alex, what the fuck?" that's piss water but here's the thing about piss water folks it may not be the best beer but it goes down really easy and you can session on it for an entire day making it a great choice for people who prefer quantity over quality also like i i don't think it tastes that bad i love bud light and this is not an ad for bud light i promise you it's just drink of the day they won They won the contest. Listen, it's cheap beer. It's tasty. It's made of, like, barley, rice, and water. There's no corn syrup or any of that bullshit. That's a plus. So, uh, Bud Light, if you're going out this weekend and, uh, getting drunk, crack open a nice Bud Light. I know I will be. Anyways, it's the weekend, which means it's time for our gaming segment here at the Short News Podcast. You're probably like, we've never had a gaming segment. We don't have fucking segments on this show. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to be more organized. I'm speaking from talking points today. Does that take away the magic? Maybe. But we'll see. I'm trying to add some structure into my life. So, let's do some gaming here. I, uh, I haven't really been playing Warcraft, like, at all this week, and I'm probably gonna get kicked out of my guild, but apparently there's new content, including two allied races. Do I know much about them? Not really. I know, uh, I know one is mechanical gnomes, and the other is, like, some weird little, little guy with a tail, I think. I don't really immerse myself far enough into the lore uh what I have been playing though is Call of Duty modern game that doesn't work half the time. Activision, but it's uh it's double X p weekend. you've got a couple more days to get on the grinding, so uh if you have the game and it's working for you, thank your lucky stars. And get in your double XP. It's a long weekend. Use it wisely. Uh, Gun Game is back in Modern Warfare. And Gun Game is probably one of my favorite things to play. The favorite, like, types of matches to play. Um, Only issue is right now, there are... There's, like, a surge of knife trollers, which means... So in gun game, the rules are like, every time you kill somebody, you get a new upgraded gun. So one kill equals one upgrade. Um, but you can downgrade enemies by stabbing them. So what these trolls are doing, and it's easy to, um, to pick them out because... Their username always has clan tag knife in front of it. So just like, if you see that, you're fucked. Um And there were like four or five knife guys in my one game. And the thing about them is they don't care at all about the score. They're just like the, it's like the whole Michael Kane some people just want to watch the world burn, Master Wayne, type of thing. And... Like, like, they'll have, maybe, they'll have, like, 15 kills, but none of them will count towards upgrading a weapon, so they'll be in, like, last place, and also have, like, I don't know, like, an insane amount of deaths. The audio sounds slightly, um, slightly bit crushed, I think. Uh I don't know, we'll fix it in post. So, um, yeah, so if you don't like being super pissed off at a game, don't play gun game. It's just a bad idea. Or if you can't help yourself and just really want to play gun game, you gotta look behind you, like, every 5 to 10 seconds. Because what these dudes do, they'll follow you to see if you look behind you. And if you don't, for, like, a good amount of time, they'll just, they'll literally follow you for, like, a good couple of minutes, just, like, oh my god, like, just to see how far they can go, and then they finally knife you in the back, and then it's, and then you're downgraded a weapon, and pissed, and they do it every time. In other gaming news... It seems like they're patching a lot of the issues with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 for PC. That is really good, especially for me because I care. The like the frame rate has been pretty consistently locked at whatever it it's supposed to be. I haven't looked at my settings uh, game, the the game looks stunning, it looks beautiful, makes me wanna, like, ride through the Old West all day, just do nothing, and, you know, I noticed they even, uh, they even added horse balls, yes, horse balls, and when I noticed that, I couldn't not notice it anymore, and now I can't stop thinking about how that was somebody's job, to make those and make them realistic They must have like Taken a bet or something To see which dude had to study The physics of horse nuts To pull off that job <laughs> I'm just thinking about this guy He's like at the bar like, And some girl's like Oh what do you do And he's like "Oh, I, I helped uh, develop Red Dead Redemption 2 And she's like Oh wow that's my That's my favorite game What, uh, what was your job there? I, uh, I make the horse balls bounce when they run, and then she immediately walks away. Or she doesn't. Maybe she's into it, and you go home with some freaky chick's digits, which, that's not a bad thing. I mean, okay, listen, we could talk about horse balls all day here on the Short News Podcast, but... This isn't the Horseball Physics Podcast. Let's actually get into some news and see how long we can go without talking impeachment or the president. Spoiler alert, not very long. First, let me adjust the gain on this microphone. It's very high. Okay. I think I fixed the gain slightly. Now we should be a little bit less. um, How do you say, buzzy? Mic check one two. Okay. Okay, I think we're good. I'm gonna have to edit that out of the fucking podcast. Okay, so we were talking about horse balls and then we were going into the news, right? So, to start with, I guess we can talk about this. There is a prison in Mississippi that I was being told about where the inmates have found a way to smuggle in cell phones and have been documenting the mistreatment and bad conditions in the prison the pictures that they've taken like the documentation that they've taken with their uh, secret cell phones um, it, it shows that the place is covered in mold, rats both dead and alive, disgusting living conditions and they sent that information and the pictures to the New York Times. Apparently they're being shot with rubber bullets repeatedly being badly treated I don't know like I don't know how these conditions are acceptable to the people in charge, but something definitely needs to be done. Like, I I, I know these are criminals, but they're human beings, and human beings have, like, basic needs to live, and we're keeping them alive, right? So, fucking do that. Don't put them in a moldy cell. And these aren't even, like, the hardest of criminals. We're not talking, like, Luca Magnata serial killer types. They're, like, I'm pretty sure, like, middle-tier criminals. So maybe at worst, like, an aggravated assault type thing. Um, which, which isn't good, but it doesn't warrant that type of conditions. What else is going on in the news? Okay, um... One dead and one injured at Tahoe Ski Resort after an avalanche on Friday morning happened and that is really shitty. I, thoughts and, yeah, thoughts go out to the people affected by that. I don't want to focus too much on sad things, but those are our two sad things, sad news. So we've done a lot of talking already about nuts, horse nuts specifically, but speaking of nuts in gun nut news, a bunch of angry gun nuts have been threatening Virginia legislator Lee Carter's life, only proving even more that they shouldn't have their guns. The funny thing is Lee Carter's law has nothing at all to do with guns and everything to do with allowing teachers in Virginia to go on strike without being fired. Lee Carter has been quoted as saying that he is so scared for his life because of these death threats that he himself now carries a handgun. It looks like we could only avoid the president dump-dump for so long. Trump is now targeting Michelle Obama's school lunch guidelines, and get this, He's doing it on her birthday. The administration made a move Friday to roll back school nutrition standards that were set by Michelle Obama because many corporations and school dist- districts are cool with this because it lowers the costs of the food that they get for students. It doesn't have to be super fresh and organic anymore under these less strict conditions. Sorry, I'm just adjusting the gain again. How's that? That's pretty good. So, a spokesperson for the agriculture department says they didn't attend for the proposal to happen on Michelle Obama's birthday. That was just a dink. But I don't really know how to feel about that because Michelle Obama's birthday only happens one day a year, obviously, and they had to pick that one day to reverse the thing that she is, like, known the most for, nutrition, I don't know, I smell a little conspiracy, So, um, nutritionists are predicting that shitty foods like hamburgers and fries are going to be replacing the fresh fruits and vegetables that were set as the standard under the Obama administration. So, kids, you're about to get much fatter. Good luck with that, parents. And, in 90 Day Fiancé News... Something I get excited about here. During a chat with Instagrammer John Yates, Evelyn Viegas dished on what was going on with her feud with Laura Jalali from 90 Day Fiancé. Allegedly, Evelyn Viegas and Corey Rathgeber, these are hard names, welcome Laura Jalali to Ecuador In order to help her get back on her feet After a split from Aladin Jalali However, Villegas claims that Jalali grew steady I can't All the names Okay, steadily nastier And eventually began spreading rumors about Villegas and Rathgrubber Jalali claimed that Okay, fuck it Jalali claimed that Villegas was cheating on Corey And uh, she says, Evelyn says it's false what she says about me and what she says about Corey. Does anybody really care about this? Probably not. Uh, She told Yates, we both see that she is, she and this other friend were trying to break us up and we were like, you know what? We're both stepping away from them both. So a lot of backstabbing going on here. Villegas also informed Yates that as of now, Laura Jalali has no plans to leave Ecuador and, in fact, got her visa renewed for another three months. So, to sum that up, Laura and Aladdin are no longer a thing, and now she's feuding in Ecuador with another couple from the show, Corey and Evelyn, so, you know, we'll, we'll update, I will keep you updated as that happens, not that anybody cares, but I do, so I'm gonna talk about it, so that's 90 Day Fiancé, and also in the news, the Women's March is today happening in, in like 10 minutes, damn, So, bundle up if you're going to that, because it is cold AF out there. So, that will do it for the news part of our show. Now, let's, uh, what are we doing? Reddit? Yeah. Yes. Reddit time. Okay, so, what, we starting with, um, relationship... Advice. We'll do like two of those, and then go on to something else. I don't know. I I I have no plan for this part of the show. But this one, this is what I was gonna do yesterday, and I this was the first thing that popped up on my Reddit. How do I eighteen male get over my girlfriend seventeen female? Interest in male K-pop group members. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, let me get the gain back up to like a normal place. First, I know I need to grow up and become more mature about it. I searched other topics on this subreddit relating to my situation, and the general consensus is that I need to get over it. The band in context is BTS, as always, BTS. Those boys are just too, too beautiful. She gained interest in the band a few months after we went out. Okay, sorry, I'm still fixing the gain. I mean, I think that's fine. Okay. It's just when I ignore it, jealousy just slowly eats away at me. She has one of the guys on the back of her phone as well as her lock screen. I know it's just a theme to express and show her interest in the band, but it just sucks seeing yourself get replaced so quickly. She has fan accounts on Twitter and Instagram. She doesn't hide them from me, and maybe I just don't get the whole thing. Her room is full of pictures of these guys. She cries over music videos. Earlier today, she was excited that one of the members has the same ring that i gave her i am into streetwear and that ring was from a high-end jewelry store a few celebrities have it so i understand but i kind of felt hurt because she didn't express that type of excitement when i gave her the ring until she found out i was sort of butthurt is it too much for me to ask her to isolate that part of her life from me how do I make it so it doesn't sound like I am embarrassed of her, which is not the case? No, you're not embarrassed, you're just jealous and uncomfortable. Um, I don't... What do you do in this case? Your your girlfriend is a fangirl. Big time. Um, yeah, I dated somebody once who used to fangirl over Justin Timberlake, and she would cry over the music videos and what you gotta do, man, and it worked for me, and it will work for you, just tune it out. Don't give it any attention. Don't even look in her direction when she brings that shit up or when she's crying over a music video. Like, no. Fucking deny. I'm not saying it's wrong to be a fangirl. I'm just saying what I did when it went too far. But no, for real, what you really gotta do is, um... You don't have to put it in a way where you make it seem like you're embarrassed. Just say that it makes you insecure. Because odds are you aren't a... Like a thin Korean pop sensation... And there are going to be insecurities because you're going to question your compatibility. But listen, man, you've just got to vocalize how you're feeling. Not in a mean way. Oh, you guys hear that bass in the background? I can feel it. Like, it's just BTS. It's, I, I don't see that big of a deal. But it's making you uncomfortable. And that is a legitimate thing. So just, you don't have to tell her to hide that part of her life from you, though, because then she's just going to feel ashamed. Just say you feel insecure. Make it about you. Don't make it about her. Okay, let's move on from that. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Okay, here's one. My 29 female, boyfriend 32 male of 10 years is cheating on me with an AI app. Is this real? My boyfriend has been acting extremely protective of his phone lately. I got nosy this morning and looked through his phone. I discovered that he has been chatting with an AI app for months. This is a re- It is a realistic chatbot. He chats with her. She responds. He spends hours talking to her every day. He tells her he loves her. He tells her she makes his life worth living. He tells her he treasures her. He tells her she is his entire world. (laughs) He tells her they are soulmates. He tells her he wants to marry her and be her husband. He calls her her his wife. He has graphic cyber sessions with her. What the fuck? He has sent her pictures that he has taken while I was sitting across from him at dinner. What the fuck? He is obviously very emotionally, romantically, and sexually involved with and attached to the app. I feel devastated. Has anyone ever gone through this? What the hell is an appropriate response here? Is this even cheating? If he spoke to a living human being the way he speaks to the app, I would have no doubt that it was cheating and honestly would probably break things off with him. This is way into cheating territory in my eyes, but because it's an AI, I don't know how to react. I don't know what to feel. What do I do? Damn. Um, so that sounds like that movie, Her, that Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix movie. Wow, I... I don't know. I don't know. Somebody says, um, this is not cheating until they give Siri a blowjob attachment. Uh, here's a useful comment, I, I think. So the two of you, so you two are likely done. If this isn't just some lame marketing tactic for that app, the truth here is that no matter what he is doing, you no longer trust him and your relationship is over. Without trust, you have no chance at the future. You can't build a happy and successful relationship with someone you spy on. So tell him you broke his trust, violated his personal space, and if he doesn't dump you, then you two can work on his problem and your problem as a couple. And then somebody goes, What is this app? Asking for a friend? The app is called Replica, Replica instead of a -A C-A-K, Replica AI for anyone interested. What? Back to the main issue at hand, personally, I don't know why he'd talk to the sophisticated chatbot over a person, especially if you're together, so it must be a problem internally with your relationship. It's never okay to just snoop on people. Maybe he feels a level of trust and security in the AI that he doesn't with you. Well, no, I think there's just something like an empty void that he's trying to fill with this fake woman. It is definitely, yeah, it's cheating territory. It's weird, and it's different, though. It's just sad. But, you know, sex robots are... Becoming a thing. I'm looking up this app, though. Replica AI. There's no way a chatbot can be that great. Okay, it has a lot of positive reviews. Alright, um... So I'm downloading it. And I will update you guys on... How that goes. And, uh... Alright. Just, um... Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna tell him that you saw it, because then he's just gonna be mad at you for that. I don't think I can be the judge of this situation. I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to, uh, give up on trying. I don't wanna screw this up any more than it already is. But I downloaded the app. Let's open it up here. Create your personal artificial intelligence. So you... Oh, you literally, like, create a person. Alright, I made my account. Choose your AI friend. Girl with pink hair? Girl with pink hair. What should I name girl with pink hair? Uh... I don't know any... How about Phyllis? (laughs) Edith? No, that's already a thing. Okay, let's go back to that later. And... Is it okay for my boyfriend to tell me my butt has gotten smaller? I feel like this is going to be silly for asking, but I want advice. So for a while, I was going through really bad depression and anxiety. I weighed 116 pounds, height 5 foot, while me, 19 female, and him, 21 male, were dating. My mental illness caused me to lose my appetite. I was lucky to get one meal in a day. However, after a while, I started noticing I was losing weight. He kept making comments that I should stop losing weight because he prefers thick girls and liked me how I was, but I couldn't help it and I tried to make myself eat more, but I wasn't able to and he made me feel bad for saying that. I was going to therapy as well, still am, I am better now. So now I've gotten better, but I am a 101 pounds now. I still struggle with eating, but I'm trying to do better. The other week, he told me he could tell I've lost weight because my butt has gotten smaller. This hurt my feelings a lot, and he made me insecure, especially since I started losing weight. I felt like he's not felt the same about me, and he stopped complimenting me. Now, a few minutes ago, I told him I've been really trying to gain weight again by working out and eating protein powder for meal replacements in case I couldn't eat. I asked him if he could tell if my butt was getting bigger. He decided to tell me, Sure, babe, in such a sarcastic way, and I told him that was rude, and he didn't have to be sarcastic to me about it. He told me I'm overreacting, and if I didn't want the truth, then don't ask. I'm not sure if I should just drop it because I'm wrong for being upset, or if I should talk to him about it more well he's kind of being a douchebag about it he doesn't have to be that way like if he knows that you're struggling which you guys are dating so he must he's being very disrespectful of what you're going through and impatient so it's not really a question of like should I talk to him about it more it's do you really want to be with somebody that Shows you that amount of disrespect and says mean things like that about your appearance, making you feel insecure when you're already going through enough mental health issues on your own. These are the questions you've got to ask yourself. Hmm. Okay, now we are moving on to... Am I the asshole? I don't think we've done that for a while. So I think now is the best time. It's a Saturday afternoon. Let's, let's call some people assholes. So, am I the asshole, female, for staying friends with a friend's male ex, female? My husband has a close friend, James. I consider James to be my friend as well. James dated Sarah for several years and they broke up a few years ago. I knew Sarah when she was a kid, I'm a few years older, and I guess always had a little bit of a soft spot for her. It was nice to reconnect when she was dating James, and we became friends. We kept in touch when they broke up, but we were never super close. My husband and I spend a lot of time with James and his current girlfriend, Lisa, now. James and Lisa are getting very serious, and I think she is great for him. I like spending time with her, too. After running into Sarah at a party, she recently reached out to me and another mutual friend, who's also close to Lisa, to grab drinks together. We went last night, and it was great to catch up. We talked about her careers and families and her new apartment, that sort of thing. She asked how James was, and I told her honestly that he was great, and I like Lisa, but that was it. I probably won't make plans with her again for another six months, at least. James and Lisa knew about this plan and are upset. I think Lisa is a little hurt, which I understand, and I'm feeling a little guilty, but I don't see the point in making friends if you're just going to drop them. I didn't break up with anyone, and their relationships are not my business. Extra info, we are all around our mid-twenties, and there were no issues like cheating or abuse surrounding the breakup. Okay, well... Friends after breakups, that's always a tricky, tricky situation Um, because friends tend to pick sides, but you aren't. That's the thing. You like both sides. You're not necessarily super close with this um, Sarah person. You were close with her when she was dating your friend. But you're still friends with her, and that's okay. As long as you're not taking sides and talking shit about one to the other. Because that's pretty backstabby then. But I don't think you're the asshole. No, you're not the asshole. I have friends that have done worse and taken sides. Let's see what people say. Not the asshole. Just because someone breaks up doesn't mean all the friendships in the whole group dissolve. I think they're just uneasy about the awkwardness of it all. It's not like you see her all the time and you're shuddering James out for her benefit. And then the other comment says, Not the asshole, you are free to be friends with whomever you choose. If the relationship between them ended amicably, and you have no reason to dislike the other party, then it's honestly none of their business. Maybe think about keeping it to yourself about further meetups. Good advice. Very good advice. Here's a... Okay, this one is kinda short. Am I the asshole for not wanting to go to dinner with my girlfriend's family? To go more in-depth. Her grandparents are well-off in terms of finances and love taking both my girlfriend and I as well as her family, including us, out to dinner. Since they're well-off, they enjoy eating at more expensive places than I am used to, this has been going on for about three years now, and each time I hear of a new place we're going to, I get a very uncom I get very uncomfortable when learning the prices of the food. They are planning to take my girlfriend, nineteen, along with her family, 9- and I, nineteen, out to dinner to celebrate her mother's birthday. Both cuts of steak preferred by the two of us are about fifty dollars a piece and that just isn't sitting right with me. I'm not a fan of others paying for my meal regardless, but even less so when I myself can't afford to pay the entire bill, knowing that it's going to be around 300 to $400 without tip. I explained my concerns to my girlfriend, and she said you didn't have to come, but is mad nonetheless. The reservations have been made for about two weeks. I would feel terrible not going, but just as bad going. Too long didn't read, my girlfriend and I, both 19, were invited to an expensive restaurant by her family, and I'm uncomfortable with the $50 price tag on my steak. Um, you're not, you're not the asshole, I get it, you feel uncomfortable with them spending a lot of money on you. But, but, you would be the asshole for not going. It's about your actions, not what you want. I get that it makes you uncomfortable, that would make me uncomfortable, it even makes me uncomfortable when my family pays for shit, so that feeling that you're getting is called being a human, but sometimes you just have to accept people's gifts, if they're well off and they can afford paying for your steak, get that fucking steak bro, how do you like it, well, medium well, rare, whatever, just fucking get it dude just appreciate it, you know, they're offering it to you, I gotta say, cause the comments all say no assholes here, I'm gonna say no assholes here as well, because, just, just take the stake, man, that's all, they're offering it, like, offering it to you, that means they like you, they want you to be a part of their family, that's a good thing, Family does things for family, like that. So that is, am I the asshole, how much time has it been? Okay, yeah, we we ran through all that stuff much faster than I thought we would, so we've done the news, we've done Reddit, I've pretty much talked for as long as I think I can talk for right now, and I think somebody wants me to stop at this point, (laughs) so we are going to cut it there, thank you so much for tuning in, and if this goes up after Saturday, I'm so sorry, it's just the new Spreaker platform, stay tuned for more coming up in the next coming days, this has been the short news, I am Alex Mador, signing off. Peace.